Today is our winter holiday extravaganza. Indeed. Last episode of season four. Season four is donezo. Is there going to be a season five? Have they announced it yet? Yes, we got renewed for seasons five, six, seven, eight, and nine. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. (sighs) It's a lot of work. (laughs) For me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait a second. I don't know. Never mind. (laughs) Okay, happy holidays, everyone. Fuck! Well, one last time. We have three things on the agenda today. Because we're going to talk about, like, what we've watched. Yes. And we sent out a request for questions that are, like, holiday-themed, I guess. And we've narrowed it down to the best. I think it's, like, four or five. Then we're going to talk about our most anticipated movies for next year. Let's get what we watched out of the way, because I feel like it's been a very long time. My viewing experience over the past however many weeks since we've done this can be summed up in one word, and that word is Veep. Oh my god. (laughs) I'm obsessed with Veep. Jordan got me hooked. I think we're on season like four and a half so far or something like that. Yeah. And there's seven seasons, and I'm just, oh god, it's just the best. I fucking love that show so much. It's so good. Like, really, it's on HBO Max. I mean, you could breeze through it. It's like short episodes. They're hysterical. I mean, it is political, but it's not like too hard to understand. Well, it's too hard for Jordan to understand, but like a normal person <laughs> with like a fully developed brain. Honestly, no, seriously. The the first time I watched it, I like all of the terms and the things that were happening. I was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, and just kind of ran with it. Uh, not really understanding where this is where it was going and then watching it again with you you've helped me understand some more things and i appreciate the show even more now so thank you oh wow you just made me seem smart so that's cool but like as far as movies and stuff why don't you go ahead and start i have no idea when the last time we did this was so just guess uh i did watch don't worry darling for the first time and second time because i showed it to you not thrilled Honestly, it was subpar for me. I feel like it was a lot of style and not a lot of substance. It was a lot of style for the sake of style. And maybe with a few more rewatches, that would change. But I honestly, I don't want to watch it again. What were your thoughts? I think I enjoyed the movie. It was certainly derivative of a ton of other things and a ton of Mm -hmm. other things that I like more than it. (laughs) The two standouts that I wanted to bring up were uh, Wakanda Forever and Glass Onion. Both of those got near five stars for me. Just incredible, incredible movies. Wakanda Forever was just an excellent send-off, beautifully shot. The villain was incredible. And Glass Onion, I think it was a really, really good compliment to the first one. I think it's really tough to compare them both because they are so different and there's so there's like different styles to both of them. I think I said in my review that this lacked the charm and like the the warmth of the first one and then about a quarter of the way through the movie I was like, "You know what? I don't care because this is fun as fuck. Like I love this. It's so fun." Yeah, for sure. If Jordan almost gave them 5 stars, what do you think I did? <laughs> uh yeah, so gave them 6. <laughs> Glass Onion, this franchise by the end of it, it will probably be one of my favorite franchises. I want there to be just as many Knives Out murder mysteries as there are James Bond movies. And why the hell not? Why the hell not? I understand <laughs> that Ryan Johnson has other things he wants to do, but he seemed to have so much fun doing this and the first mm-hmm. one. 
he clearly has so much goodwill with so many people in Hollywood that they would come and do these little cameos and things. It just seems like a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Understandably, he'd have to write something that would be compelling. But I feel like Ryan Johnson fires on all cylinders every time he directs something. I love him so (laughs) much. He is really quickly becoming one of my favorite directors. Awesome. With the deal that they had made, they structured it so that Ryan Johnson did not have to make the third one immediately. He could go and do something else and then come back and make the third one. But he was so excited about doing the third one that he's like, that's my next project. That makes me so happy. I watched Enola Holmes, which those two movies are dope. Millie Bobby Brown is awesome and they're just fun and they're very funny and exciting. And I just, I liked the second one more than the first one. It was dope. Nice. Two more things that I want to talk about that I feel like are important. One is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which we seem to be very divided on. I am very into Drax and Mantis as characters. I really enjoy them. I think they're hysterical. And the concept of what they do in that story is just so funny to me. I enjoyed it and I will probably watch it several more times before Christmas and you basically were just like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. If there was a spectrum for this movie, you and I could not be farther apart from each other. <laughs> That's a bummer. Sorry, but not really. It's okay. But I think there's something that we do agree on, which is that Bodies, Bodies, Bodies mm-hmm. is so good. It was a fun one. I heard someone say that this is this generation's like scream. And while, you know quality wise we're very far off (laughs) i understand like i can understand this would mean a lot to a lot of people because it feels like very much a snapshot of right now i think it did a good job coming off as a satire and less as like just blatant mocking of that generation like just if it were anyone else just the story in general is fucking hysterical and awesome and badass and really scary like you said so Uh, I would recommend this to anyone, honestly. It was a really, really fun time. There's no spoilers for this. I think it has one of my favorite endings that I've seen in a very (laughs) long time. I think the ending was just like cartwheel worthy. It was so good. (laughs) So that's what we watched. And that's what you missed on Glee. I'm not going to start singing. (laughs) Shut up. Okay, let's go to our questions from our listeners. We have our first question from Joe. And Joe writes, FMK, which stands for Fuck, Mary Kill, Santa Claus, Jim Carrey's Grinch, or Hanukkah Harry? I had to look up who Hanukkah Harry was. I did not know this person. I now know who he is. I know he's a SNL character, I assume. Yeah. I've not seen any of his skits, and maybe I should have looked it up before this, but I would kill Santa. He's kind of a criminal, and one could argue that he grooms kids. Big fat guy that says, hey, kids, come sit in my lap. That's weird. He can go. I would marry John Lovitz, Hanukkah Harry, absolutely. And I would fuck the Grinch. Gladly. Do you, any, any elaboration on any of that? Nope. Nope. Okay. Who wouldn't fuck the Grinch? Not me. Oh, okay. So I kill the Grinch because I prefer the animated Grinch to his Grinch. Oh, you gotta kill somebody. I wanna fuck Hanukkah Harry. <laughs> Have you seen him? Do you, yeah. Did you know who yeah, he was yeah, before I knew this? Who he was. Damn, I had no idea. Yeah, but I just Sorry, I Joe. love John Lovitz, and um, I suppose if we had to fuck, he would be funny at least. 
Okay. Um, and you marry Santa. I am very much attracted to power. And Santa's pretty powerful. Yeah. He's like literally the most powerful man on earth. All right. Our auntie Kayleen from We Explain Movies asks, what tradition most makes you feel like it's finally Christmas time? So this may seem like a weird answer, but honestly, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving to me is like the biggest, it's finally Christmas time. Like we we barely celebrate Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is our let's unpack the Christmas decorations day. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I totally get that. Is that an okay answer? Yeah, that absolutely. Because answer? my answer is Black Friday shopping right after Thanksgiving with my family. Like You know <laughs> nice. that there's going to be a family gathering around Christmas. You know, you're going to get to spend time with family then. And so this is sort of like a precursor to that. You know that every year pre-pandemic, my family would turn out in droves. There's a lot of us and we would go. Yeah to the different stores. It would just be fun to just, you know, I didn't never even buy anything. I just really liked going and seeing all the craziness. I, I just, I miss that. Honestly, that's like one of the biggest things that I miss that the pandemic has changed. Capitalism. Uh, yeah. Major cap. No, it's just all online now. <laughs> all right. So we can move on to the next one. If you could will into existence one film-related present that doesn't exist, what would it be? And this question is from Austin. I don't know if I said that or not. So here's the thing. I I wasn't sure if like this object had to be a present in the movie, or is it just any movie object that you would love to receive as a Christmas gift? Is that that's kind of how I answered this question. How did you answer this question? Um <laughs> this is so funny and stupid. This thing is a gift that one person gives to the other person. It, to me, is meaningful. It makes my heart smile in the movie. Oh, no. But I feel like it's also Christmas-related, and it... Well, you'll see why I'm obsessed with it. Mine is not Christmas-related, but yeah, you go ahead and, and tell me yours. Okay. It's the Turtle Doves from Home Alone 2. Oh, that's actually so sweet. <laughs> and you can make them in an ornament. So I love ornaments. <laughs> It's like fun to decorate your tree and stuff. I decorated your tree the other day. You sure did. And I would say like 75% of those ornaments on that tree I bought. Honestly, probably more like 90%. <laughs> That's not even a joke either. God, now mine seems so bad. They're like that was the perfect answer. Oh, well, I appreciate it. I'm sure yours is great. I have a couple like joke ones and then a real one. The joke ones that like kind of aren't really a joke, but because I would love to have these. The Hellraiser puzzle box i think would be fucking awesome oh my god that's such a good that is a great answer and it's like right? it is funny because you really would never fucking want that thing like get that shit away from me <laughs> um the green rotini from james and the giant peach help me with that the little magic worms that oh yes that yes yes puts okay. in the, it's like i don't know the what little... the word rotini means <laughs> uh they look like rotini they don't like you can see them in your head right the little green they're like the spiral noodle. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that that's what Rotini was. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my last joke, but kind of serious one is anything from the Hunger Games. And this one's kind of weird because really, I just admire the technology in the Hunger Games. I know that a lot of it was made for like control and, you know, killing people. But I just loved like reading those books and watching the movies. I was just in constant awe of how clever the inventions were and how awesome like the technology was and i just think living in that universe 
sans Hunger Games themselves would be really, really dope. <laughs> awesome. That's really, um, I like that too. My real answer is uh, the compass from Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, the compass that points to whatever you want most. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. This next question is from Blake. He asks, what is your all-time favorite Christmas movie? This was super easy for me. Love Actually. I love Love Actually. It's Just watch it, and then you'll be like, oh, I understand why this is his favorite Christmas movie, because it's mine now, too. <laughs> uh, I have a couple honorable mentions, and I only mention them because they are literal hairs below this one. Like I pretty much love all three of these equally, uh, but one I love the most. Uh, the honorable mentions are the Jim Carrey's Grinch. I fucking love that movie. I think it's amazing. Um, Just Friends, which is a Christmas movie. Declare it now if that was not already clear. Okay. But my all-time favorite favorite is Christmas with the Cranks, I think. It's just so fun. And you can't go wrong with Jamie Lee Curtis. She's fucking amazing. Love Christmas with the Cranks. I remember getting, like, that was something that my mom was super excited about because it's based on a John Grisham book called Skipping Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom's like obsessed with his books, and this was like an odd offshoot Christmas story. Like his books are like all legal, and then she just writes a <laughs> short little Christmas story. When she found out that they were turning into a movie, it was like, oh yeah, we got to go see this. That's awesome. Leslie asks, what holiday movie most deserves a sequel, in your opinion? Well, I'll go first, just because my answer is super boring, because it too is love actually i would love to have another anthology story told with people like it can be different people but i would love to have something like that done again even if it's not necessarily based around christmas it could be based around some something else i remember really loving um gary marshall did valentine's day and then new year's eve and they were like big anthology stories where they were not nearly as good as love actually but i just love that kind of thing when they're like everybody's celebrating a holiday and you get all these different stories and I think that is so fascinating. So I would love another one that is at the caliber that love actually is. Mine, I don't know if you can consider this a holiday. Well, actually, no, it is the ultimate holiday movie because it includes all holidays. I really, really, really loved the Rise of the Guardians movie, the animated DreamWorks one. Totally. And I would love to see those characters back again. Yeah, that I mean, it has Jack Frost and Santa Claus in it. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's like I know it's like an all. Like it's not just a Christmas movie because it's kind of all holidays. But they said holiday. Yeah. This absolutely. is like the ultimate holiday movie. So for sure. And that is a cute movie. I like that a lot. I love that movie so much. Hey, maybe Comic Con. You've you talked about wanting to be Jack Frost before. Comic Con. I think that would yeah. be cool. Yeah, I think that would be really. You cool. almost need to like dye your hair so funny story you like to throw parties and one of the parties that you threw was called an afterlife ball where we all dressed up as people who had died and i dressed up as mr rogers and for that party i had to buy hair gel that was gray to dye my hair gray so i have gel that would make my hair close to white i could probably you know make it better but um because of that party oh that's yeah. pretty clever i could so you wouldn't have to go through what you did that time. One time, Jordan decided to dye his hair silver. Yeah, it didn't work out. So and well. it lasted for like one day, and then he turned it back. Yeah. 
it looked really good. Like you, you. you guys will never get to see it, but it was really good. Actually, just uh, just ask for it. I'll send you pictures of it. You have pictures of it, bitch. Of course I do. I have cameras set up in your home. That doesn't surprise me. But yeah, thank you guys for all sending in questions. Now, for the final part of our extravaganza, we're gonna look forward to 2023. We are living in the future. Did you list your movies in order of like most anticipated to least? So I want to say I did not. However, I very easily can put them in order if you would like me to. I'm glad you didn't because I did not either. So, okay. I feel like we might have one in common, but I know that we won't have any of the other four. Do we want to, do you want to guess what that one is? Yeah. Let's okay. say it at one or on on three, okay? Okay. One, two, three. Megan. Spider Man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is I'm Megan on your about, list, Jordan? I'm excited about Megan, but just not as like Megan's probably in my top ten, but you said top five. So. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand. And it was very, very I don't have Spider Man. So it was what? very I don't. And it was very hard for me to cut him out. Yeah. But Megan's I, on there. Yeah, because your taste is something else, I swear. I'm way more interested in seeing what Megan is versus like another Spider-Man movie that I know is gonna be amazing. Like I'm That's true. Anticipating Megan more. I know that That's I'm true. sure Spider-Man, what is it, across the Spider-Verse, whatever, yeah. is gonna be a much better film, but I'm way more excited about Megan at the moment. No, that's a great point. That's a very, very good point. I'm full of them. All right. So <laughs> I guess we both said our first one. Talk a little <laughs> bit about why you're excited for Spider Across the Spider-Man. Uh, yep. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Man. Just the first one knocked it out of the park. It was incredible, a near-perfect movie, and I am very excited to see where they take it. I loved the characters. I can't wait to see them again. Yeah, what's not to be excited about there? I just, it was great. Yeah, very pumped for that. But Megan, I mean, she flosses and shit, and she's a robot. I mean, it's just so dumb. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's so dumb, but they're playing it like, so straight like they like i know that they know that this is dumb like they wouldn't have played her dancing if they didn't know that it's dumb but i'm i'm so down i just i'm so down that was speaking of comic-con that was something that i feel like i would absolutely love to be would be nice megan (laughs) so again these are not in any particular order uh but the number two on my list is dune the follow-up to the first film which you have still not seen yet correct yeah i genuinely don't know if you'll like it i have heard a couple of things like it doesn't really feel like a complete story which i guess makes sense but it's not yeah yeah I just I think there's a lot to the universe that even I didn't know. And I'm not sure if you have the patience for it, if that makes sense. You don't think I have the patience for like really expansive universes? I think maybe not the patience, but I think you'd be upset that more things were not explained. That like people are just expected to understand what's happening. I feel like you'd have a problem with that. Oh, yeah. I hate movies where you have to like do a bunch of homework. I will say that I like I did not read the book. I 
I didn't know anything going into this movie, so I'm not saying like, oh, you don't you don't know the universe, so I don't know if you'll like it. Like, I, that's absolutely not the case. I think I was just less bothered by it. I just think it was a really beautiful movie, and it was very interesting to watch. And I think Oscar Isaac's naked in it, if I remember correctly. That might have been a dream. No, I'm pretty sure he's naked in it. You'll find out. All right, I'm going to go watch Dune now, guys. <laughs> if that's any draw to watch it. Of course. Okay, so I was good. I said, Nick, you have to pick your favorite Marvel movie of the year instead of just putting all three in your list. I picked the one I'm most excited about, which is The Marvels. And I think it's not because of Captain Marvel, but it is because I love Miss Marvel so much and I love Monica Rambeau so much. And they're both very heavily included in this film. And I don't really know much about it, but I do know that Nia DaCosta directed it. And I love Candyman so much. Mm. So I have faith in her. She has earned a lot of goodwill from me, for sure. Awesome. Third one is Knock at the Cabin, which is an M. Night project. And I read... The book that it was based off of, it's it's under a different title. I think it's called Cabin at the End of the World, if I'm not mistaken. And it was one of the, I'll never forget, like, watching this trailer. I got so excited because at a certain point, I was like, wait a second, I know this story. Because it never once said that it was, you know, based on the novel, whatever. But I was like, I know this story. I read this story. I talked to you about this story. Yeah. And now it's a movie. I had no idea. And I'm so excited for it because it was such... An awesome story. I'm. I can't wait for the cast. I can't wait to see the cast in this. It's got a great cast, and yeah, it's. I. I can't wait to see what they do with it. It's. It's. I'm really, really excited about this one. This one actually, if I were to put them in an order, this might be first. Wow, awesome! Just two things, really quick. I am a big M Night Shyamalan fan, even though he has let me down so many times. So He's many times. Directed some of the best movies I've ever seen, but. I do think that for some reason he gives actors, even great actors, the note, talk like a robot, like just (laughs) talk without any feeling or any personality to your voice. Just speak like a robot. And then I see this and Dave Bautista Mm -hmm. walks in and you can tell Dave Bautista has like a decently large part in this. And I'm like, oh. M. Night found the perfect actor for him because Dave Bautista <laughs> is a robot. I totally believe that this is how Dave Bautista would react. Because <laughs> I feel like my last two are the ones I'm most excited about. Uh, this, this, this one is Insidious Fear the Dark. And it's the fifth Insidious movie. However, Patrick Wilson is coming back to direct it. And it's going to take place... 10 years after the second one because the third and the fourth one aren't about that family. Okay. His family with Rose Byrne and stuff. I know you don't like those movies, but like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So this will be, I guess like the completion of that trilogy that he, you know, started with James Wan. And I really like the idea of Patrick Wilson directing because I think he's been in enough scary shit. He should know how to direct something scary. Yeah. (laughs) So my number four is, Wonka? I was waiting for your reaction there. Yo, this was Slim Pickens. 2023 is not shaping up to be like a super <laughs> great year. You know, I so we'll I see. had to look through a list, obviously, and there were so many sequels that I didn't know were coming, and I don't want to bring them up because I feel like some of them might be on your list, so I'll bring them up after. But yeah, I don't know. I, 
I love Willy Wonka. I love that story. And I love I, I want to see the creative direction that this is going in. Like we know the story already, but I think it's more like how can I want to see someone else's take on this universe and this, you know, mad scientist candy maker absolutely yeah i mean they didn't knock it out of the park with the last one but you know i was obsessed with tim burton's take on it i just i loved the style of it uh and of course i love the classic and i just am very eager to see what creative direction they take this one so all right remember these are not in order scream six i'm a huge fan of the scream franchise scream six is set in fucking new york so i can't even believe like how excited i am ghostface on the subway like they better (laughs) fucking do some shit like that like something like inherently new york i don't think i knew that it was going to be set in new york that's that's actually going to be a lot of fun it's so exciting i'm i want to go first for my last one because i feel like it might upset people and i yours is probably better i should have said this earlier but I am unapologetically excited for Elemental. <gasps> I knew it. See, I knew it. Uh, I love Pixar. I love Pixar's ability to create universes. And I understand how people might think that this movie seems repetitive in the way that like it's it seems like they're kind of just going with the formula. But up until now, the formula has always worked for me and they've not let me down since. And I think they're great at making universes. They're great at making rules within those universes. They make, you know, things so much fun. And if anything, I'm, I'm very excited to see the art direction. I'm excited to see the new things that they can come up with with this movie. I know very little about it, but I'm still very excited about it. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think that you agree with me. I know that you're one of the people who have kind of been annoyed at Pixar for this kind of thing. The past couple, I've just been like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I'm just not interested. That's true. Luca bored me to tears. Uh, I wasn't interested in Onward. I didn't like the universe that, that had been built. I was bored in that. I I just, oh, Lightyear was a snooze fest. Like, Light, yeah. I, it's just, I feel, I, I feel bad that this is what Pixar has become. I really hope that um, with some shakeup in, uh, management maybe they'll be able to get their act together and start making movies again that like feel like they belong on the big screen because unless you want me to go with you i will probably wait till streaming for this that's fair that's fair and i i knew that not every pixar film was perfect and i kind of forgot about the ones that you had just brought up and even you know i thought that is it being red what's the turning red turning red that one you know i well i thought it was great it you know obviously was not for me i wanted to punch that little girl (laughs) luca i hated and Lightyear. i really didn't like either but this one seems like it's going to be in the vein of like soul and inside out and you know these other big universe pixar movies which um i really enjoyed so let's hope it's in the vein and not ripping off that was like a big thing that immediately came to my mind was Oh, this looks like Inside Out, but who knows? You know, I have I have faith in Pixar still. I think they'll they'll be fine. Yeah, every single Pixar movie is a rescue mission, and I will be very excited when I see a movie where that is not the case. <laughs> um, but I mean, even if this one is, I you know, I hope it's still good. But yeah, what's your number five? Let's uh, end this with a bang. Can you guess after looking at? Yes, I I do want to guess. Actually, is okay. it is it a Saw movie? Yep, I knew it. Okay, Saw X. 
Well, I, guess, I don't know if that's what they're going to call it because they spent so long being like, Spiral is not Saw 9, but now I guess they want it to be. <laughs> uh, so, so they can call this one Saw X. It's a Saw movie. What else do I have to say? I, yeah, it's it's a Saw movie. I I've been let down several times by well, not several times, twice by uh, Saw 3D and Jigsaw, but I really liked Spiral, and hopefully we're on an uptick. I just love Saw. Nice. Since I was 12 years old. <laughs> okay, so a couple things. First off, congrats on making it to the end of season four. Thanks, you too. Yeah, it was an interesting season if you look back on what we did. <laughs> but I, I'm proud of it at the end of the day. I think we had a really good run on this season. Yeah, I enjoyed this year. I'm excited for next year. Yeah, we'll see. I have no idea what movie I want to do next. but well, You have some time. But we'll be back soon. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. And I hope that you will share your most anticipated movies of 2023, even though there's like... 10 good ones hopefully <laughs> i mean we'll see okay i hope that you'll also answer the questions that we answered i hope you guys will also answer them and send us your your answers because i think that would be fun and happy holidays oh yeah also happy holidays good job and happy new year that is a holiday yeah